genre. Hi everybody, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one nom-nom minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Coffey. With me here on Minute 68 are fabulous Turtle co-hosts, Chris O'Connor. Okay, but how do they know what it is? I just... All right. <laughs> uh, Rachel Gatlin. Hi. And Adam Sheehan. Hello. Hello. Hi. Joining us again for the final time, sadly, your good friend and ours, Mr. Ryan Hurley from the Turtle Power Podcast. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Everyone does a great Toka impression, right? <laughs> Everyone's just got it in their back pocket. Um, so, Ryan, I, I want to talk about this a little bit because it's been a while since we've chatted. I actually had the pleasure of being on your show a while back, and uh, we, we played a fun little game. Oh my gosh, did we? Uh, yeah, um, this was, I was actually just talking about this uh, to somebody at work uh, the other day. Um, so I have not forgotten this moment. So uh, yeah, so I uh, had Scott on our show. This was, gosh, this was uh, end of last Months year. ago, yeah. And um, and we- was, I think it was before we started season two. It was, it was, yeah. And uh, we were just, uh, we had a long conversation. It was, it was it was a great conversation, and then uh, decided to uh, pop a, a little little surprise uh, quiz game um, on you. And uh, let's just say you passed with uh, with flying colors. Um, so here's here's the game. Uh, if I off the top of my head, if I remember correctly, okay. I basically uh, I played a short clip of of audio, just audio, and like I mean we're talking maybe five seconds and uh scott would then continue talking with like the next couple of uh of uh you know of uh words of of dialogue and then described everything that was happening in the scene and then here's the kicker actually knew the number of the minute (laughs) oh well i mean let's let's be honest i didn't get it exactly right the first wow. two. we played it we played three rounds i think you were within i think you were within at least five minutes on i think the, the first last one, one i think you nailed you nailed you got, you got yeah, the exact one they got progressively better which is both exciting and frightening but i think i was within five the first one the second one i think i was like three off and the last one i think i nailed it exactly yeah you did and i totally i just randomly just randomly picked just various and it wasn't like they weren't necessarily really memorable parts of the movie either i just i just skimmed across and and just played something so well the yeah and it was a lot of fun night like i said i surprised and scared myself and it was clearly an indication that i had been watching the first movie for far too long um (laughs) i I, i'm gonna lay the challenge out now for any of my co-hosts here at the end of season two uh, if Ryan's down, I I would like to challenge my co-hosts oh, to this game. Oh, oh. I'm down. With, se- I'll with do it. Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. I'll lose it, but I'll do it. Yeah, I'll be I'll be real bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys would be surprised. I'll tell you what's been happening, and it's been it, it sort of led to this uh, idea. As I've been editing the shows, I have to go back uh, and find certain minutes to pull sound drops from, uh-huh. uh, as you've been hearing throughout the season. And I've been noticing. I'm like, oh, I need to get the uh, the the when they say like what for. 
I need to f- go, go back and find that. And I have a list of every minute of, of video. And I'm, I'll go click, and I'll be like one or two off, and I'm okay. like, oh my god, it's starting to happen again. So, okay, but so here's the thing: you've been doing all the homework. So if you don't win, then shame on you, and hooray for us. Correct. I like to think of myself as defending champion, um, <laughs> and we'll we'll do this Royal Rumble style. We'll all go together, and uh, and and we'll see which one of us. I can, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. And the I'll winner gets to face the Undertaker at SummerSlam. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Who's going to be hiding under the ring the entire... <laughs> oh, yeah, Wait, man. gray Undertaker or purple Undertaker? Ooh. Purple Undertaker, ah. for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was a lot of fun, Ryan. And I, I, I highly recommend that people go check out your show because you, you cover everything Turtles. It's not just the movies. It's the entire fandom. So if you are a Turtle fan like the rest of us, you will really enjoy the Turtle Power podcast. So there's your plug. Um, let's talk about a minute, shall we? Shall we? All right. Minute 68 starts with, uh, Leo and Mikey having some words. It ends with Razor being not quite as dumb as he looks. <laughs> I enjoy this sort of side-eyed, like, stage whisper sequence here. Uh, Chris, <laughs> do you have the lines handy? No, I don't have it. Something like, you know, it's like the standard, like, are you sure this? Is, oh, no, I, I can't believe I let you talk me into this. It's like, <laughs> Mikey's like, give it a chance. <laughs> I, I it's not really, going to work. I really like uh, Raph in this because Raph has this great expression on his face where he goes, it's not going to work. <laughs> but right next to him, Donnie has the dumbest look on his face. <laughs> well, he's like, uh, yeah, he's what a else cross-eyed. is new? <laughs> But I just you know love what? It. It's not so, gonna work. I'm I, stupid enough to think this is gonna work. I happened to uh, have my TV on the other day, and and on was an episode of The Hills, and I've never watched this show. But this guy Spencer on The Hills has like eyes that are way too close together and kind of like <laughs> large cheekbones. I'm like, oh my god, he looks like Donatello. <laughs> so if you've never watched The Hills, I highly recommend you check out Spencer. And uh, maybe just do an A-B comparison with Donatello. Unfortunately, I have, because I had a roommate that watched it, and you're right. <laughs> I'm, Spencer, I'm, okay. Spencer looks extra dumb. <laughs> um, I also enjoy that when Raphael whispers to Donatello, he doesn't whisper. He straight up screams into his ear. <laughs> like, there's no hint of, like, I don't want anyone to hear this. That's um, true. Yeah. So Leo and Mikey approach Token Razor, and I do enjoy the body language here. This is yeah. four people in suits that can't see each other reacting to each other pretty impressively. Um, it, the composition of this shot is great because Toka and Razor are kind of leaning forward, and the turtles are kind of slightly leaning back. Like you can definitely see who the dominant pairing is in this scene. It's, <laughs> like it's it's just a great shot. Um, Mikey opens up the donut box and they are now going to try to convince these giant monster babies to eat some donuts. <laughs> monster babies. <laughs> uh, to our resident uh, uh, puppeteer, uh, at 24 seconds, we see Razar's hand go in and grab the donut. Are, are, I'm thinking that is just somebody's hand just in the arm part of the the full like i don't think that's the full uh costume what do you think i think it's just like off screen someone with the hand on yeah it's possible that's what i'm thinking 
I wouldn't doubt it. Because although it cuts back to Razar, he's holding the donut totally differently in his hand, and his hand is enormous. And I, I, I honestly don't think that they could have manipulated his hand in there to get the donut. We're obviously for those listening. This is obviously TMNT minute where we talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, the hand doesn't look like it articulates very well, and I'll also say it looks a little bit. I don't. It's hard to say because he like grabs it with his thumbnails, almost like the 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 hand that reaches into the box is like one of those claws from the claw machine. Mm. <laughs> like it looks like it's specifically built to just pick up a donut laying flat on its side single use um, hand <laughs> ew <laughs> um because then and toka does not reach in right toka they have to place one in his yeah. hand true uh the amount of drool coming out of razar's mouth in this minute Yuck. is surprising deeply, deeply upsetting a little gross. drooly it's really and, gross and and kind of out of nowhere cuz they haven't he hasn't been very drooly until this point yeah, and it's it's like it's man, whatever they made the drool out of is good because it's viscous, it's cloudy, like it's it. I'm, it looks like somebody like spit into the mouth of the puppet and was like, Ugh. "There, that's as real as we're gonna get for drool." <laughs> I hope. Like, could happened. it be like baby oil or something? Like, I'm trying to figure out what they would have used. But corn syrup, maybe. Yeah, probably uh, maybe. corn syrup. Yeah, like maybe watered down corn oh, syrup. God, it's just so gross. It's it's probably like some kind of glycerin with some some kind of cloudy agent added into it. If if you've ever spent time cloudy with a, with a Saint man. Bernard or a Mastiff, like this is this is pretty accurate. That's gonna happen if there's donuts in the room. <laughs> I get like I get like this sometimes if there's donuts around. It'd be, it'd I mean, be difficult even, not to drill with a mouth like that. Even if there aren't donuts, I met a Saint Bernard one time. His natural state was just drool it's all he did it's it's gross and i will say the henson company does gross puppets better than just about anybody else yeah we talked about that before but razor looks like he could have been an orc or something like he's just it doesn't look like a wolf but it's it's terrifying it's a creepy puppet i want to point out real quick um the dimples on mikey mikey's super dimply in this scene and i just noticed his dimples are actually articulated like he really? doesn't have them when his mouth is straight across, and then he goes to smile, and then dimples like magically form. Hmm, that just I mean, the latex? Is that just the latex doing that? Or I think that's animatronics. I think they built it like that. Like it's fantastic. You don't think that's just like the 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 sculpt reacting to the like the structure underneath? I mean, it it could be, but it's doing it by design. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's great. I, if any turtle had dimples, it would be Mikey. Because none of the other ones have dimples, but his like. There are moments where they appear, and it's perfect when they do. Yeah. I like it. The Mikey puppet is just, it's its the best one in all three films. I agree. I mean, Raph, like is, the, Raph is a very close second, especially yeah, like, in this movie. I think this is what happened. They built the Mikey one. They were like, oh, my God, look how much time and energy we spent on that. Let's do another one. They did Raph, and they're like, okay, we got this down. All right, we got to do two more. Great. They did Leo. And then by the time they got to Donnie, they're just like, oh, God, just finish it so we can go home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. Um, I, I think uh, I just heard the other day that uh, NECA is going to be uh, making some Secret of the Use characters. Really? I know they had a fan event out in Jersey and they announced a bunch of cartoon figures. And they had the movie Splinter uh, playset on display. Yeah, I have. 
It would make sense. Crucifying it was around. Splinter. Yeah, I, I was. I was thinking it was about this time last year, right before New York Comic Con, that we also got news that they were going to release the movie one score on vinyl. Mm. And we interviewed John Dupre, who said they, he's going to do, they're going to release the other film. So I'm wondering if that might be coming out of the, the pipeline again real soon. Um, I I think NECA doing Turtles 2 figures to coincide with that would be awesome. Although I, I don't know how soon that would happen, but I will I will happily you know, pre-order them again. Which, by the way, did anyone else try to pre-order the uh, the Splinter Foot Clan thing on their website? Their exclusive. Mm, I can't afford that. I know Ralph was having a hard time. It was it, it after was real years tough. of trying. I've finally given up. That's probably every the year. Move. It, it it's just it's a. They got me. They got me. I tried. I failed four times. It was uh, <laughs> so you know whatever. Um, I I love it when puppets have to do like things that they're not designed to do. Like when you're watching Razor and Toka eat and they have to Fine put the donuts motor in their mouth and you have to <laughs> shoot it so it looks believable. But like clearly puppets can't eat. I think it's just puppets eating. Watching puppets eat to me is always hilarious. <laughs> it goes back to Cookie Monster. Who yeah, literally... Cookie Monster's the king of puppets <laughs> crunch, eating. Crunch, 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 crunch. Mm, yeah. Num nums. If you just make it look messy enough, we're going to believe that he's ingesting it. It's like sleight it of hand. Distract out, but... me distract me with like hand movements and wild body language, and I'll think that the cookie's going down the throat. It's, it's <laughs> genius in that way. Like They're like, well, we can't have him actually eat. And they're like, well, what if, he just, what if he's just a lunatic about it? It, it won't matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so watching Toka and Razor eat is the same kind of thing, especially Toka, because it's clearly they just put it in the mouth, and the mouth just goes up and down. Nothing happens to the donut. Um, and then they cut th- before he would have had to swallow it. Correct. What about this makes Razor question the turtle's intent? He gets his second. I, well, first off, Toka and Razor uh, both eat one, right? Yeah. So they've so each they've got, got one. Yeah, and they've got a little bit of the anti-mutagen in their system, which apparently is not enough to make it work. Um, mm. But why does he start questioning? I don't what's know. There's no because good it was reason. A, because it was a bad plan. Yeah. And I, I've been waiting. A whole week to get to this. So <laughs> the he said this looks like a plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> the anti mutagen was a creamy, oozy like substance right. that could have very easily been injected into a donut using a pastry bag, right? Or but spread on top. Dead solidified them mm-hmm. and put an ice cube inside of a donut, right? Which is something mm. you would not expect while biting be, into a donut. Be Correct. noticeable. Yeah, it would be a huge check texture difference from a squishy donut with an uh, and there's an ice cube in the middle. But okay. that said, that said, the huge tech texture difference. Yeah, those of us who love and eat donuts all the time would be like, uh, what? But these two, these babies, have no idea. Why on earth does he suddenly get suspicious? And why does it mean something to him that he he pops the thing open and there's a cube? It doesn't. It shouldn't mean they know nothing. It <laughs> well, doesn't. Chris, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't clearly, make sense. He's still only eating soft foods because he's a baby. He's not <laughs> used to solids yet. I mean, this maybe, is a choking hazard. Maybe it tasted kind of icky. So he was like, I'm going to squeeze this and see why it tastes Or, or he was like, hey, there was something crunchy in that last one. What was that? Yeah. Do you think I've he thought it was freeze. like- i got brain freeze. This is too cold. 
Is it possible he thought it was like a Cracker Jack prize? Maybe. <laughs> That's uh. Um, but and then the the other thing that sort of bothers me about this scene is the ice cube in Razor's hand doesn't look like an ice cube of retro mutagen. I don't know what it looks like, but it it looks plastic. Looks like yeah. a candy. Yeah. I had like a, one of those like fake ice cubes that had like a bug in inside. It. <laughs> yeah, it looked like that, and and so that's yeah. why I always had it with me. I always thought that that's what it was, but yeah, it does kind of look like that. And then we get another close up shot of the hand, which I think again, this is just a specifically built hand for this purpose. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the same glove that grabbed the uh, donut to begin with. It's co- it's all covered in powdered sugar. <laughs> Razar's like, you see what God just did to us, man. <laughs> but yeah, if if they had put a little more planning into this and combine the anti mutagen with like a frosting of some kind, this wouldn't have happened. Right. Yeah. Like they they took a serious risk by turning it into an ice cube first. Yeah. You do see him clearly <laughs> pick up the second donut though. Yeah. 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 And then. Um, I have I have to discuss the uh, the num nums. <laughs> Please, we were talking about quote, uh, you know quotable things from this movie on our last minute. That is one for me, especially with little kids. Yeah, <laughs> num nums. Little drooly. Little drooly. <laughs> Those are my two go tos right now. So. Those I are like good that, ones. I like that Toka's kind of a brat about it. Like they give one to Razar and he eats it. And he looks at Toka. He's like, "It's good." The Toka's like, "Mine." <laughs> he's the jealous baby. He wants <laughs> what the other one has. Doesn't matter what it is. The other one could like, ha- you know, get a shot at the doctors, and Toka would be like, "Mine too." <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those memes like why my toddler is crying? And sometimes it's like yes. because I wouldn't let him eat raw pasta. <laughs> that's what this reminds me it often involves not being allowed to put something in their mouth yeah yeah kids just love to put stuff right in their mouth dangerous (laughs) i Uh, remember seeing one where a little girl wanted to buy the chucky movie and she was crying (laughs) and and the the caption was it was because I wouldn't let her buy the Dolly movie. <laughs> oh, Should have just bought it for her. She would have learned her lesson real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. She'll never play with dolls again. <laughs> um, that brings us to the end of the minute. Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to talk about for minute 68 here? I don't think so. No. All right. A resounding vote of no. Well, Ryan, we have to do sort of the TMNT Minute Q&A with you. I think you know how this goes. Yeah. If you had to pick a turtle that you most identify with, it would be? I'm really glad that you guys uh, asked this question because it's something that we brought up a while back where when you ask someone what's their favorite turtle and then you can ask them which turtle are you most like, those are two different answers. Yeah, I agree. So I'm 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 really glad that you guys asked this. Um, so uh, for me, my favorite is Raph, but my I'm probably most like a combination of Donnie, Leo, and Raph, and mm. very little Mikey, but <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, because I mean uh-huh. I've got and, and probably more more Donnie and Raph. I would say more so, just a little bit of Leo sprinkled in there. Yeah, it's uh, who is was it? Uh... John was it the guest a couple minutes ago who said uh, like Donnie's the eyes and Leo's the 
heart and Raph is the ears and Mikey's the tongue or something like that. <laughs> that was that was Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay. Mikey's the heart and uh yeah. So someone's the fire Raph's and then the mouth, one of them is one of them is water. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I think that's fair to say that you have a combination of three because they are very distinct personality traits. Um and then the big question, which I can't believe we didn't get to at the first minute you were on, how did you even get into Ninja Turtles? Um, I, I like most people are in our age is the uh, the animated series um, when that first came out in '87, uh, and then um, you know finding it on VHS at uh, at a friend's house and and being like, what what is that? And then they say, oh, it's a VHS tape, and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> What does it do? <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, that was that was because I'm, I'm born in '82, so I was right there in the uh, in the thick of it there. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously the the comics and the movies and and everything. I'm I'm definitely of the 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 OG demographic. So, well, you you must be a very big fan because I know that in order to do a podcast about such a sort of what is nowadays kind of a niche subject. Uh, you have to be pretty dedicated. So, what led to you wanting to start a Turtles podcast? Um, so I've been listening to just various podcasts since like 2008 is when I started getting into them, and then I kind of started having the idea of like maybe I want to try this as a hobby. And um, at first, I was thinking Star Wars, uh, but even back then, there were already a, a plethora of really good Star Wars podcasts. Um, so then I decided, oh, let me uh, pick another another thing that I really enjoy, which was turtles. So, um, the 2003, uh, com- uh animated series kind of really reinvigorated my fandom. And, uh, in 2012, that's right around the time when, uh, um, the, the, the change from, uh, Mirage to Viacom was happening. So things were picking up there. And so, um, thought it was a good opportunity to jump in the pool. So, all right. Well, we're happy to have you. Thank you for uh, for for listening to our show, and hopefully this this you know gets more people to listen to yours, you know, and ours. I think the the turtle we said it a bunch of times recently. The turtle fan community is awesome and uh, very supportive of sort of all the content creators. Yes, so. absolutely. Yeah, we, I was just talking about that with uh, somebody the other day. That the the turtle online community the turtle podcasting communities uh is it's fantastic and we all support each other and um yeah it's 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 a it's a good we're all in a good place here so we're all amongst friends well we want to thank you for joining us here on ninja turtles minute i guess we're going to wrap it up chris do you want to tell us about amazon scott wait what 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 what, you forgot a really important question oh rachel what question ryan what is your favorite pizza topping Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm actually going to pile on here with, uh, with the, I think it was the last one that I heard, which was, uh, the pepperoni and pineapple. Wow. Man. Very good. It's the, it's the, it's the spiciness you add in with the pineapple. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm at a loss for words of how many people you know we've what? had on this show who like pineapple on their yeah. pizza. I blame Ninja Turtles because who else would have thought to put weird toppings on pizzas? That's it's <laughs> the state of Hawaii. Um, before we started recording, I was watching a video from the Bon Appetit YouTube channel, and one of the chefs was making a particular type of pizza, 
And she said, don't put pineapple on pizza because you're evil if you do that. So that's I feel like that's a cop out, though, to just say someone's evil because <laughs> like that's now you're just following. Internet Social trend. media is just making us hate each other. <laughs> right. uh, somebody posted in the Facebook group. It, w- it was like yesterday or today as we record this, but it was a slice of pizza with ravioli on it. And I am all in. That on does that. sound really. Was it good. like that's, fried ravioli? That's interesting. No, it's just like just ravioli on pizza. Mm, interesting. Fascinating. You know, that kind of makes me think I'd really like to get into making more of my own pizza, and, and like you know, the cookbooks and the tools and all the things that I would need to do that are available on Amazon.com. And if I oh, were to buy them, is. I would go to DuelingGenre.com/Amazon. That way, when I spend all the money that I think I'm going to spend on pizza stuff anyway, uh, when I do that, like one percent of it is going to go back to the Dueling Genre family of podcasts and help us to pay for hosting and uh, microphones and all the things that we need to do to keep these podcasts running. Uh, so, yeah, go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon and buy all the stuff you're going to buy, like, you know, pizza cookbooks and a pizza stone and a pizza cutter and and like a shredder shredder. Oh, 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 I have that shredder shredder, the, the, the one that's like, you know, the shredder and it's a cheese shredder. I love it. It's so cool. <laughs> you can did get you that buy it on duelinggenre.com slash Amazon? I did. All right. <laughs> Chris, Watching you work your way through those and segue in and out of them is a thing of beauty. <laughs> Aww. Uh, if only I could get paid doing this. <laughs> well, maybe we could if enough people went to duelinggenre.com slash uh, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Ryan, once again, thank you for hanging out with us, man. Make sure you guys go check out his podcast, Turtle Power Podcast, all over the place. Uh, it's been a pleasure, sir. Thank you for having me on. And uh, we will catch everybody for Minute 69 tomorrow. Make sure you go to duelinggenre.com slash everything. Uh, support, merch, Amazon. Make sure you check TMNT Minute out on Twitter and Instagram and head over to our TMNT Minute listener Facebook group and send us your Turtle Fan Minute, one minute of audio talking about this movie or really anything Turtles related, and we'll slap it at the end of a Friday show. All right. For the crew here, for Ryan, I will bid you adieu. Have a lovely day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. And be sure to go to www.duelinggenre.com slash cowabunga. 